What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome, welcome to everybody out there tuning in from all the world. Big bye from uh, Japan. Konnichiwa. It's Gas Sports for the Culture. You know what time it is. It's the gang. So let me go ahead and introduce us. We about to get into some sports, some culture, some music, and all types of good stuff. So uh, let me introduce myself. I'm the host for the evening. My name is Scruff Lion. Y'all can get me on my social, which is listed here right below. My brother to the right, top right. Go ahead and introduce yourself. At Bryce XXV double I. Hey man, it's a pleasure to be with y'all fellas. I'm a little disappointed today because I got uh, eliminated from the gas fantasy football league. That, that shit hurt, man. Shout out to my guy at Father First 88, man. My guy Hansel took me out, but I'll be back next season. I'll be back. I'll be back. Yes, yes. Took it out by the hands of one of the fans. Uh, ain't no thing because I've been out, so I feel you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom left, introduce yourself. Hey, man. I, it feels good to be back, man. I'm finally home where I'm supposed to be on Sports for the Culture. Missed the last two weeks. I got a lot to say. I can't wait to get into it, man. It's your boy, Young Rome, 22 on all the socials as always. Yes, sir. We missed you too, Rome. Free my guy, Rome. He's back by popular demand. He was asking, where Rome at? Where Rome at, man? But here he is. Last but not least, bottom right. T Boogie, man. Glad to see my boy Rome back. They free Rome. They free Rowdy, man. It's going to be a good show. Uh, I appreciate that uh, intro. You know what I'm saying? Saying what's up to the Japanese fans. Edigato. You know what I'm saying? I do a little of that too. You know, you eat enough sushi, you know a thing or two. But um, mm -hmm. wash your hands, wash your ass, and uh, let's go, man. It's going to be a good show. We got a lot of good stuff for y'all. Yeah, let's go. It is a good show. And yeah, nah, nah, nah. We 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 deep out there in uh in Asia, man. Gas is deep in Asia. Everybody love us, man. For real, for real. But yeah, it's been a good weekend, man. I hope everybody doing good. Everybody feeling safe, blessed, like T said, staying rona free. So uh this week, man, we got a lot of good stuff for you, man. I think we usually what we always do is we jump into the NFL action. So I think we're gonna jump in and di dissect a little NFL, but we got a lot of good stuff to talk about today. But first, um I'm talking about the biggest takeaway, probably one of the funniest things from the weekend anyway, uh, was Monday night. You know, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> My man had to take a bathroom break, man, in the middle of the game. But they pulled off the dub, man. I think we were talking about this last week. A couple of us had predicted the Baltimore dub. But I will get into the bathroom break in a minute. But now I'm saying, like, Lamar Jackson showed up. Now, are y'all feeling good about the Ravens the playoffs? Hope a lot of people were counting the Ravens out. Um, what's your reaction from the Monday night game? Jump ball, uh, I, I know. I, I, I was about to say, y'all jump in, man. Y'all jump in. I think uh, I, I, we talked about this last week, like you said, Scruff. And I think I was me, me. I think I think you might have been on the same on the same side as me, man. We were both still had some faith in the Ravens, and uh, it feels like a lot of people been ready to give up on them, ready to give up on Lamar Jackson, especially. But uh, I'm still rocking with them. I'm still rocking with them. In fact, I think they'll end up finishing higher than the Browns will. I don't believe in the Browns fully. Uh, they're, they're, what, 9-4 and four at this point? And to me, they're they're a 10-win team. You know, I can see them going 10-6. and six. I can see them dropping two of these last three. Uh, but they did – I mean, they, they look good. They look good. Don't get me wrong. They'll make a little noise in the playoffs. I think both those teams are playoff teams. But uh, I think Ravens will finish ahead of them. And, you know, we could be looking at two of the wild card teams, have three teams from that division in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Lamar Jackson, he, he was very dynamic. It was a must-win situation for the for the Ravens. 
I mean, I, the situation you're going with those, I'd like to go with the hungrier team in those two situations. T, I, I, what do you think? I, I'm, I'm, were you impressed by Lamar Jackson on Monday night? I mean, I was, I was impressed by Lamar Jackson as a, as a player. Um, and I've said it since he's been in the league. I, I still wasn't impressed by him as a passer. But um, that last drive wasn't impressive with his arm. He threw it like 80 yards. Uh, go, ahead, go ahead. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. He still threw the ball behind the receiver and the guy was wide open. Um, I would have made I would have made that throw every day and twice on Sunday. So that being said, I do think it's something to a guy just being a winner. Uh, he seems to be, you know, anybody that could come back off the off the toilet and just toss a touchdown like that. I, I don't want to <laughs> hate the guy too much. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you're not gonna fool me with the whole he had to get an IV and all of that stuff, bro. Right? I know that walk, man. We've all had that walk before. You know, you can, when you gotta go, you gotta go. But I feel like you gotta hold that, man. You got Tracy Sony out there break dancing, break breaking knees, man. I I feel like it's inappropriate to to, to take a, a bathroom break during the game. We got halftime. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing, man? Hey, T, you hold you hold that when you get hit wrong. I could be wrong. I didn't grow up playing football, but they said leave it all on the field. Nah, 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 nah. nah. That's not <laughs> what they meant, bro. That's not what they you meant. You don't want to go out like that, man. You don't want to go out like that, man. Although I have I have known a few players to, you know, just take a leak in their pants and, and then, you know what I'm saying, they'll play the game like that. But I don't know nobody that's going number two and just, and just chilling, man. My biggest takeaway from the Monday night game, though, it's not even Lamar, man. It's Justin Tucker, bro. Like, we let's talk about kickers for a second and how important they are to the game. My man, this is the biggest back and forth game that we've seen all season. Momentum is swinging both both ways. Justin Tucker ain't done nothing the whole game, really, but sit down. Then you come out here and you're asked to win the game. So, yeah, kudos to Lamar for doing his thing. Kudos to Baker and the Browns for keeping pace. I didn't even see that coming, but my biggest takeaway from Monday night has to be Justin Tucker and that impressive kick, man, the, the ice in the veins. Like, a lot of people give hate on kickers, man, but that's, that's a tough job coming there after sitting on a bench for two-thirds of the game and then being asked to win it. When, when all, all these dudes put their blood, sweat, tears on the line, and then you just come in, you got to make this kick. If you miss this kick, everybody going to hate you. You make it, you the hero. That's a lot of pressure. So I want to give it a uh, – so what if Tucker got to use the bathroom? Is, is can he can he run off real quick? Can he do that? Well, he has enough time. He has enough time, you know, no, during no. the drive to go to go poop. Oh, okay. <laughs> he got plenty of time. Man, I don't, I don't know why you on Lamar, man. It's not his fault. It nature happens, man. Uh, bro, I'm not saying hours, it's his fault, bro. man. The football game uh, last four hours, man. You gotta do the math, man. Yeah, I mean, happens. it's real life, bro. It's real life, it man. Happens. I mean, I could cramp up right man. now, like uh, during the show. You, you know what I'm saying? Might have to GB disappearing a lot when he's on. Who knows what's going on? You know, like, <laughs> when you gotta go, you gotta go, bro. That's what I'm saying, man. It's so, is it, is it fair to take a bathroom break during the game? Is that unacceptable? Because, like, I mean, you gotta do the math, man. If you had a job, certain amount of hours a week, chances are nature gonna have to call one of them times, bro. Like, is I that can't, I can't walk out in the middle of a meeting and say, uh. I'm gonna be right back. Like sometimes you just gotta hold that thing. You it's know gonna hinder your ability to play. Though. How you gonna how you gonna be able to how you gonna be able to you know really you, you know what I'm saying get loose out there on the field if you gotta you you gotta hold you know what I'm saying you holding on to this shit, man. Just, I mean, I, look, I'm not really mad at him. He, he came back out there 
you know what I'm saying? He, he looked a little shiftier, so it, it worked for him. Maybe he should, you know, add that to his routine. Halftime, you know what I'm saying? Find that find that favorite toilet and uh, <laughs> grab your throne. Most of the dudes I know do that before the game, but uh, to each his own, man. Whatever whatever it takes to get the dub. <laughs> for real. I ain't mad at it, man. And then he came back in, you know, fresh off the shitter and through the tud. So, <laughs> you say, man? <laughs> can't make this thing. You can't make these things up, man. Can't make. These I mean, things but up. yeah, all in all, though, that, that was an exciting game. Almost a hundred points scored. Um, this is the first week in a lot of fantasy playoffs. A lot of fantasy fates were determined by things that happened in that game. Uh, random Willie mm-hmm. Steed catches. Tucker with the 55-yarder. That last play, uh, the safety, Higgins, I think they gave him the fumble. I mean, this was just a big week. Probably one of the best fantasy football, football weeks, definitely of the year. But maybe in the last two, three years. I mean, when you factor in all the variables, I mean, it was it was, it was great. Like, you couldn't go to sleep on that one. If you missed it, man. Uh, that's facts, yeah, bro. I think they set the record. They set the record most uh, rushing touchdowns since, like, I think 1943. Nine yep. rushing touchdowns in one game. Yeah, that's right. You, you get that when you you get that when your quarterback can't throw. Oh, I knew that was coming, man. I knew that was coming. <laughs> he needed one of those for that one, man. We gotta get him some sound effects, man. For real, for real. Coming soon. Man, you talking soon. about the best fantasy football weekend? I, I I didn't have no active teams. Like I, I feel like I feel like I missed out <laughs> on all the action. No active teams, man. Officially done in the league, man. But. And I ain't going to even talk fantasy football, man. But I want to say one thing that's a good feeling is when you when you thought that your season was over, you had no hopes for your season, and now your season has now come back to life. It's a great feeling, man. And really, that's that's my biggest takeaway of the of the season. Of the biggest takeaway of the weekend was the revitalization of hope in the Philadelphia Eagles locker room. <laughs> so we got to talk about Carson Wentz now out out, out as a starter. Jalen Hurts enters the starter. Jalen Hurts had a respectable first game coming in and getting the dub against the New Orleans Saints, who were undefeated without Drew Brees. Finally get a dub, get an L. They haven't given up a 100-yard rusher in I don't even know how many games. They gave up two on Sunday. Um, Jalen Hurts, man, leading the team with a lot of confidence. I will go out on the record and I'm going to say, I was very high on Jalen Hurts last year as a college football player, man. I thought he was playing outstanding for the for the for the Oklahoma Sooners. I was kind of had mixed feelings about us getting out drafting him because I thought we, we were all in on Carson. But now that he's in there, man, I gotta say what the one thing you can't teach is bro that confidence. And uh, right now, Carson Wentz has none, and Jalen Hurts has a ton. Uh, the kid played incredible. I think he's just starting to get really loose, and I like what I saw in a short amount of action. Uh, he, I do, you know, what is it a coincidence that every time Carson Wentz gets pulled out of the game, the defense starts playing better, the special team starts playing better, everybody starts playing better? Why is that? You know, I always start asking myself these questions. What makes people want to work hard for a leader? You know, you got to have a leader that you want to run one through walls for him. You know what I'm saying? Something about Carson Wentz, people just must not like about the guy. They just people just can't seem to do that. The dude, Alshon Jeffrey, bro, literally. The minute Carson Wentz gets out of the game, this guy starts catching touchdown passes, man. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. But all I know is if the energy is good with Jalen Hurts, we got a dub. And I'm feeling like our season is back possibly alive. The NFC least is still up for grabs. Right now, Washington's number one in the NFC least. 
the Giants are right there behind them. But there is a small percentage chance that the Philadelphia Eagles could win the division still. I would say that don't sleep on the Eagles for the NFC East Championship. I actually just put a little bet in. They got the third lowest odds to win it. Uh, so I, I put I just put a little bet in uh, on the Eagles to win the NFC East. Call me crazy, but I, I like the Eagles as a long shot to win the NFC East with Jalen Hurts as the new spark, new sizzle on the ship. Right. On, the Philadelphia, on the Philadelphia griddle. Let's get it. We chopping up cheesesteak out here. Let's go, Jalen. Okay, crazy. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Uh, so before before I talk about Jalen, who was impressive, let me just squash your your NFC East championship dreams. Y'all got to win out. Y'all got to win out to get it. Yeah, uh, and you might win the next two games. Jalen's provided a spark, but you're gonna run into Washington for that last yeah. game. And you see the way this defense is playing. Like just just kill them hopes now. I hope is a hell of a drug. Sober up. Sober up because it's not going. <laughs> it's not going to work out for you week seventeen. But uh, focusing on Jalen Hurts, man, he was impressive. He was very impressive. Um, I don't know if the Eagles win that game if Drew Brees is at quarterback. Um, whatever juice or spark they had seemed to start to fade away slightly in the second half. But they did do enough to get the W. So Jalen Hurts, man, like it, like like you said, Scruff, it looks like the entire team has turned around. Like it, it seems like the, the the Eagles I saw against the Saints were not the same Eagles that I've been watching all season. So if, uh, if that quarterback change can, can provide momentum for the whole team, then the Eagles might actually have a shot to make a little bit of noise in this weak division come, come week 17. But I, I hate to break it to you, but it's not, it's not going to work out for you. Yeah, well, I, I personally um, – I don't know how I feel about y'all quarterback situation. That's a whole other conversation. Well – T, what, I mean, what's your thoughts on Jalen Hurts, man? What's your thoughts? I mean, what's your thoughts? Let's, let's go by the numbers. I mean, 17 for 30 with 167. Um, it's not very impressive. <laughs> let's call it what it is. Not very impressive. And um, he did have 18 carries for 106 yards. So right now he's kind of looking like Lamar Jackson light. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's better than Carson Wentz. But I kind of wanted to, uh, like, hit on something you said in your, in your long soliloquy. That uh, Carson's confidence, man, and I, I spoke about this a while ago. I felt like Car- Carson was kind of playing like a guy that knew he had a baller behind him. You know what I'm saying? Where some guys get competition and they gonna they gonna dig in, they gonna they gonna ball out, and then you got some guys that's gonna fold. And it appears that Carson's fold. He's lost his confidence, and that's that's a tough spot to be in. And I don't really, I mean, I got a few suggestions, I got a few answers, but. What do you guys do, you know what I'm saying, when, when you lose confidence in something? Because that's not, that's not unique to just football or sports. You can use your, lose your confidence at work, uh, confidence in your relationship. You can lose confidence uh, in the bedroom. I mean, there's, there's a lot of avenues in life you can lose confidence. And Couldn't relate. What, what do you guys do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just being real. I'm being honest. What do you guys do when you're in a spot where you, you want to get it going, but for whatever reason, it's not working. Like, how do you, how do you build back? How do you work back to that? I know right. I think you got to kind of think and prep. Nah, nah, I never have to think too hard about it. For me, anyway, for me, it, it comes down to a simple place, man. And I, 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 I hope Carson Wentz can get this message somewhere, and I think he'll understand this message and relate to this message. But I think when you're in a tough place like that and you feel like you just, you, you just don't got the confidence no more, you got to go talk to God. 
Carson Wentz should, should definitely understand that message. You got to go talk to God first. You got to get right with him and try to figure it out. You got to get the fuck away from everybody else, man. Isolate yourself. Take your situation, you know, because right now Carson Wentz is worried about everything else that, you know, all the, all the, all the reasons that he should be failing were just so loud versus all the reasons why he could be succeeding. And it's hard to succeed in that kind of environment, you know, and then that brings me to the next point, which is environment. A lot of times you got to detach yourself away from it to take a look at the situation so you can rebuild yourself, get back on your feet, go back with some confidence. But sometimes it's good to just not have to fucking deal with shit anymore. Just, just turn the page. Sometimes you got to get a new location. You got to get a new environment. You know, you see players that, that redshirt transfer end up having great careers. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes a change of scenery is a really good situation. Um, and it takes that sometimes. So, I love Carson Wentz, and I think that he can stand again as a pro. I think he's extremely talented, but I don't know if he can do it again. Because doing it again and and becoming the man again in a situation like Philly, where like he walks in every day to a statue of Nick Foles, his backup quarterback, every day comes to work to a quarterback statue that's not his, and wears a ring that wasn't won by him. That hurts, man. It hurts. It hurts deep. Um, and I think it's really messed with his psyche. And then you got the young, 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 young stallion coming in, ready to come take his spot. And like, yo, the dude can't do, can't do shit right. And like, they gave him every opportunity to try to get it right. But sometimes it ain't always there. Hmm, what's Dark Sage talking about? And there's no argument in that tape. Dark Sage, that's clever. Clever. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's oh, sage wisdom. Sage wisdom coming sage. from Twitch. Appreciate I appreciate it. that. But but yeah, I think I, I think you made some good points. Flipping the page, turn the page, change the scenery. I think that's a, a big one. Getting right with your maker, your you know what I'm saying, your spiritual faith. Because ain't nothing but the devil getting them interceptions. You know what I'm saying? Because you was throwing them right. <laughs> ain't nothing but the devil. But um, you know what I'm saying, Rome, Bryce. Y'all got any thoughts on like when you when you're in a tough spot and you know what I'm saying, you're not feeling quite like yourself. How do you how do you get out of that funk? Bryce, you want to take this? Uh, yeah, man. Like, I, I, I guess there's a, a couple of different ways, you know. I, I'm sure everybody probably has their own individual, you know, method that they use to get through things, especially, I guess we can call them funks, right? Everyone gets in a funk here yeah. and there, you know. I think the most important part is do whatever you can to to make it as temporary as possible, you know. So some people, that's like getting their mind off it. For others, it's keeping their mind on whatever it is until it until it's fixed. You know, whatever your way, your method is to like get your make it as temporary as possible. I say do that. Uh, I mean, I think it's one thing you always got to do is remind yourself of your experiences, remind yourself of your successes. You know what I mean? And rely rely on those to uh, to to bring you confidence you've had in the past. We've all had times where we felt a ton of confidence. You know. And we all had times where we haven't felt as confident. But when you when you are in those moments, try to think back to the times where you felt a ton of confidence. Don't think about why you felt that confidence or what made you feel it. Just think about the feeling. Sometimes that feeling can come back just from thinking about the feeling and stuff. I think sometimes when we get in funks, we focus on the funk that we're in instead of just focus on what it feels like to feel good instead right. of what has to happen for you to feel good. Just focus on what it actually feels like to be feeling good, you know? Yeah, I mean, I like that. I like that approach. I mean, I, I think of confidence as uh, almost like a scale, right? Where negative thoughts tip it one direction, positive thoughts tip it another. 
So when you start to feed into the negative, you start to say the negative, listen to the negative. I mean, that scale starts tipping and starts leaning. You get off kilter, you get off balance. And I think that's kind of what creates that funk. And uh, not even just in sports. I think what you really got to do is just focus on the positive. You got to find a way to shut all that negativity out. And like you said, remove, sometimes remove yourself from the situation. Um, and I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later on, too. But yeah, sometimes just removing yourself from the situation and believing in yourself. Uh, betting on yourself, you know, just just telling yourself, I, I am that guy that I know I am. And don't listen to anybody else. Go out there and play for yourself. It sounds selfish, but don't go out there and play for your teammates, man. They're going to get paid one way or another. Go out there and play for yourself. Challenge yourself. Make a throw that you would have kind of been thinking about. Nah, throw that pass in and live or die with it. But um, that's just my take, man. I, I got a few other methods, but DM me or something, and uh, we, I can counsel you through your situation. <laughs> Yeah, man. I think that uh, as it pertains to Carson Wentz, though, I just feel like I feel like it's, it strikes me as a situation if if you were in a relationship with a with a female, and you know, let's say let's say you cheated, right? Like the Eagles cheated, they won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles, but then they still tried to make this relationship with Wentz work. And the truth is, it was just never going to work. You know, you're trying to force this thing. You already did it. He can't let go of the past. He can't let go of that. And that's just how it is. So I think a change of scenery is is going to be exactly what Carson Wentz needs. I think he'll be fine. I think it'll be tough, though, because they owe him a lot of money. So we'll see what happens next season, especially if, if Hurts ends this season well. But uh, it'll be a real interesting situation with the Eagles. But I, I'm ready to talk about my biggest takeaway from the NFL weekend. <laughs> and I think we all, we all might have an idea. You see, I got the wrong gear on right here. You know, that, that symbol needs to be – X'd out, right? I didn't have enough time to change, but uh, if we just take a look right here, you know, it says 99 problems, but a nickname ain't one, right? So, hey, hold up, Ron. Hey, hold up, Ron. I like that. Hey, my, who, my biggest takeaway. Hold up, hold up, Ron. Hold up. Before you get to your biggest takeaway, who wrote that sign? Like, that, like that's hand-drawn. Like, that's tough. Like, who, who made that? Oh, that's that's the wifey. Shout out the wife. Shout out oh, the wife, okay. Melanie. I, I know uh, what I, I, had, I, had to, I had to figure oh. it out. <laughs> no, that, it definitely wasn't me. That, that, that is definitely A1. That is a fact. Oh, yeah. It's definitely A1. Uh, it'll be up on my Twitter page here in a little bit, too. But back to my takeaway. It's the Washington football team, man. We 6-7. and seven. We're, we're on top of the NFC East. You can call it the least all you want. It's the NFC East. We've been The, the whole division has been killing it this, this December. Uh, if you look at the win-loss record for, for this month, the NFC East is certainly not the least. A bunch of teams that you don't really want to play, and Washington's got to be at the top of that list. Now, I know the QB situation is a little bit murky, right? We got Alex Smith. He's got one leg. Dwayne Haskins doesn't seem to really get it yet. But what wins championships? Defense. And whose defense is playing the best right now? Right now, this second. Washington's hands down. Hands down. Chase Young is a superstar. Nobody can deny that fact. Deron Payne is legit. John Allen is legit. Montez Sweat is, is legit. Cam Crow's coming up. I mean, I could go on for days about this defense. And, and I don't see how anyone could even disagree with it. Washington is going to be a force in the playoffs. We got Seattle this week. This would be, if the playoffs started right now, this would be the playoff game. Seattle coming to Washington. So this, this will be a big game. Uh, I got a lot of confidence in this team. I know Bryce does too. Scruff, I'm sure you're not a believer. T, I don't know what it's going to take to get you to be a believer. We just beat the brakes off the 49ers. I know y'all got Nick Mullins in at quarterback and all that, but hey, go hey, ahead and I'll, who, I'll who's scored, one question. Who, who's who scored on offense? 
Who needed to? Didn't need it. Didn't need Who needed it. to? That's that, Dustin Hopkins. Dustin Hopkins had nine points on That's offense. And then and then Chase Young got a touchdown and Cam Curl. You gonna take that to the playoffs? Absolutely. Dustin Hopkins champion. That, Dustin definitely Hopkins. riding that into the playoffs. Defensive end scoring. All right, I feel you. So who's going to be playing quarterback for y'all? Is it going to be Alex Smith or is it going to be Dwayne Haskins? Alex Smith. Oh, is it Dwayne? You see that seven? You see that seven? If Alex can't go, I'm fully confident in Dwayne doing what he needs to do to win these last three games. Mm. We, we can still make the playoffs at eight and eight. Really, he just needs to win two out of the three. And then I would love to see that. Personally, in my heart of hearts, I would love to see Dwayne Haskins come back and take the Redskins back to the playoffs. But – I got to go with what I've seen. And I haven't seen Dwayne Haskins lead the Redskins to very many dubs yet. So, like, I'm uncertain. I think it's very uncertain. I think just 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 like Al Gore said, I think it's very uncertain, the future for right here for Washington, unfortunately. The remaining schedule for you guys, I, I don't like the all against the Seahawks this week. I'll tell you that much. And Did you I like us against like the 49ers? Did you like us against the Steelers? I did, actually. If you check my pick them, I did pick you guys. Loser. I don't, I don't worry Steelers. about your pick them because nah, you're so far not behind Not against you. the Steelers. Not against the Steelers. Actually, I, I think I might be ahead of you now, bro. Nah, you're, you're still behind me, bro. You're you, still you catching up. You're catching up. I'll give you that, but you're still behind me. People are behind me. That's all I know. Somebody on there behind me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, at, I'm, at, I'm, I'm saying remain Y'all schedule, man. Y'all, y'all, got, y'all got the Seahawks. Y'all got the Panthers. And y'all got us, man. The way I see it, that's that's not an easy schedule. It's not a gimme. Y'all might win one game out of those three, maybe. Nah, nah buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, buddy. Definitely not, man. That's two That's two hey, and one. That might be three and no. If we, if we beat the, the Seahawks. Eagles, the, Eagles, the Eagles could go three and no, oh, and y'all could easily go 0 oh and three. That's all I know. Got it. If we, if, if all we I beat know. the Seahawks, man, that'll be that'll be. Y'all lose the Seahawks. After y'all, y'all lose the Seahawks. The biggest thing is if, if the Panthers can beat y'all. The Panthers are usually they're tough out. So if y'all lose, if y'all end up losing them, third, them y'all, y'all if y'all lose to the Seahawks, which I, I imagine you will, Scrub, do you, if y'all do you lose, think... y'all lose to the Panthers, y'all gonna be playing us. And if we got if we got a three game winning streak, y'all not beating us. You think Ron Rivera is gonna lose to the Panthers? No, he's not gonna lose to the Panthers. We're not gonna lose that game. If if we lose the other two games, or, or or if we lose any of the games, it won't be the the Panthers game. That's for sure. We we might lose to the Seahawks. That's a big baby. But we're we're gonna run through the Panthers and the Eagles. That's you, don't a that whole you don't think that whole team wants to say a big fuck you to Ron Rivera? Yeah, all right, we'll see. Man, I know one thing: we can't wait to play the Eagles. That's the game that we got. We can't wait for that one. That's the one we are. That's the last thing you game. should be worried about, bro. Because exactly. at the very least, at the very least, bro, at the very least. Because the Giants could easily win this division too, and don't forget the Giants have the the, the tiebreaker against show up. So at the very least, y'all keep coming in with that mentality. Y'all gonna get chipped on the last game by Jalen Hurts, the same right. same same offense that just beat the Saints, and y'all end up missing the playoffs off y'all tiebreaker because y'all got schooled by the Giants twice this season, twice. Schooled. No, we didn't get schooled. They beat us by a total games. of four points. They beat schooled. us by they beat us by one point in one of the games. The and other game, the, the final second. first lesson we of first, we first lesson of school. We dub is a dub. Two. We went for two <laughs> instead of instead of kicking the, the extra point. We went for two and we missed it, so we lost the game on the last play. Hey, I know this. The Eagles, the Eagles are going to need Jalen Hurts' legs because we were jacking Carson Wentz up. Really, I want to take credit 
for yeah, Wentz's yeah. bad season. Chase yeah. Young and them boys got to him eight times, and it's been downhill the whole, ever since. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to the go do the same thing to Jalen Hurts. Guaranteed. Yeah, right. Guaranteed. Jalen Hurts ain't Carson Wentz, man. That man that man gets out the pocket, he moving. He, he, he ready to hit you. He ain't scared to get hit. That's all I know. <laughs> we'll see how that works. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> That's all I know, man. But, yo, I don't know. We're going to switch gears a little bit. Um, Talk about somebody that come and hit you. I just watching the uh, the Bucks play earlier today, man. Giannis up another ten pounds. He up to like two sixty. <laughs> Bowling ball, and he just signed crazy, crazy deal. I know y'all heard about it. Five years, record two hundred and twenty eight million dollars for Giannis Antetokounmpo to stay in Milwaukee. A lot of people have been praising Giannis. They're saying that this is a very very good move and a, and a respectable move. Uh, I've seen a lot of y'all on Twitter calling it a respectable move. So, uh, you know, jump in. T, I know you're a Bucks fan. So, uh, yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a major, that's a major move, man. I mean, I wore Bucks hoodie earlier today and people was talking about that deal, but that's a statement deal. I mean, that that's letting the league know that I'm not scared of y'all boys. Go link up, join up, do whatever you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Cry to get off your team. Uh, play with your best friend. Whatever you got to do, I'm here, and you got to come through me. And that's just that's just how it's gonna go. But at, I mean, at the same time, he's 26, soon to be 27. It's a five year deal. At the end of the deal, he can go chase a ring. So I don't know why people feel like Giannis will never get a ring now. I mean, it's a five year deal. It's not a lifetime deal. Uh, KG left. If you see my tweets, KG left. And went to the Celtics at 32, and that worked out really well for him. So Giannis got the money. Plus, I think he'll be at, at an age where he can still chase a ring. So, and it's good for the NBA. We need we need superstar athletes in small markets. We need Giannis in Milwaukee. We need Dame in Portland. Like we need a we need Lamelo in Charlotte. Like we need these guys. So for the people crying that he didn't stay, it it just it does it just doesn't do enough for basketball. So I, I like it. Good hey. move. Good. Everybody wins. You saying you saying he can still go chase a ring like he has no shot at winning one in Milwaukee? No, you no, no, you no, ain't no, giving no. him a what, chance. What I'm, what I'm saying is, there's a lot of naysayers right now. I think he still can win a ring. I, I think they got rid of some guys. They bring in Drew Holiday. I like that. You're not in the bubble anymore. It will be home and away games. Hopefully, I mean, maybe we'll see the bubble again. I don't know, but I can't imagine a two-time MVP coming to the playoffs and laying an egg again. Um, if that happens, they fire the coach and, and they shake things up again, and you, and you try it again. But only one team could win. Only one team could win. So he he stood on, he stood ten toes down. That's more than you can say about a lot. You know what I'm saying? A lot of your favorite players. Oh my god! Anybody else got a comment uh, about this? Uh, about this yeah, mega I can't knock the deal. I like the deal. I like him staying in Milwaukee uh, for a lot of the reasons that he said, and a lot of reasons that you said, Scruff. It, it's a very respectable thing. Um, after what happened in the playoffs, it'd be easy, you know, pack up, leave, go join up with another superstar. That's what half the league is doing anyway. So I, I like this deal. I don't know how it's going to work out for him uh, as far as chasing the ring with Milwaukee, but uh, I, I like that he chose to stay, though. I, I wish a lot more NBA players would do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the same boat as Ron. Uh And you know what? I'm kind of going to echo piggyback off Ron, man, like, 
it's risky. It's risky. It's risky when we're talking legacy and how people are judging uh, NBA players right now at this moment. But you got to respect them for not take, you know, for for not taking the easy way out. He could have went somewhere. He could have went to Miami. He could have took a little less bread, you know. But he took this route, secured the bag, and at the same time makes a commitment to, you know, a sports town that doesn't get, uh, doesn't always get those 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 major market, those big big time players, you know. Uh, a lot, a lot of players have left, but has left Milwaukee, uh, and not in just, not even in just, uh, in just basketball. I'm thinking to the Brewers. I'm thinking baseball. Like they have guys leave there and succeed elsewhere, and uh, you know, I think it's, I think that's major for for Giannis to stay, and maybe that can start a little trend, you know, because it only takes a few guys, you know, it only takes a few guys to start doing it again, and that'll be, that'll be the new norm. That'll be what's cool again, you know, sticking with one squad. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully more guys start to do that because, uh, you know, it, it, right now, what are we going to have? Giannis, maybe let's say he finished his career with Milwaukee. Maybe we'll have Steph. I mean, who else are we going to have that like really played their whole career with one team in the NBA? Maybe we'll have Steph and Clay. Maybe Dame. We'll see. Dame, hopefully. It looked like Dame might stay. I mean, that's not a, like back in the day, man, dudes was like their name was etched in stone on these teams. Even if they did leave, they weren't leaving until they were far past their prime. Yeah. It was like you didn't even notice them leaving. You, they, they, it was retire or leave type of thing, you know? Like, I don't know, man. Times have changed, man. Times have changed. I mean, it's, I, I think it's bogus. That's my personal. I think that people, like, try to romanticize these concepts of these players and these teams. And, like, it's, it's, it's very romantic, you know, from a player <laughs> perspective. You know, oh yeah, you're a superstar, and you have you have ability to choose when you have the leverage until you don't, and that's not very romantic, is it? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what it is, and that's really what it is. You know, like if a player don't got it no more, there's no romantic. Oh yeah, you done played so hard for us. Nah, like you're not on that level no more. You're not getting a deal. I mean, but isn't that part of what makes that deal so respectable? Because you kind of you're kind of giving away some of your leverage, right? Like you kind of doubling down and betting on yourself. Uh, a wise man once told me, it's my younger brother. He said, "Man, if you look, if you look through life, a lot of times the easiest decisions were decisions that weren't the right decisions. You know what I'm saying? Typically, That's you got to, you know, go the hard way." But that's uh, very true. Hey, it's I want to I want to touch on something real quick because I was I was listening to last week's show, right? And Bryce brought mm-hmm. up a point about Scruff being a Philly fan. And how Philly fans are tossing away Carson Wentz and stuff like that. And then T later on in the show brought up a point about how DC fans can be too loyal to certain players. And as I listen to you guys right now, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting. I'm getting, you know, Nick, Nick doesn't really like this this romanticizing and oh, stay with one team. Like once you're done, he's he's ready to move on. He's ready to just kick you to the curb. So th- <laughs> th- those are the kind of vibes I'm getting right now. <laughs> Nah, 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 nah. It's not about that to me. It's what I'm saying is when a player when a player decides to make a choice, you know, they get vilified, right? When when LeBron left uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, people were burning his jersey, right? You know, why do why do players get vilified for making a life decision? That's that's my problem. But Teams make business decisions all the time yeah. and literally be like, nah, dude, you ain't it no more. 
you're out of here, dude. Like right. it's time for you to call it a call it a call it a career, bro. That's it. it happens all the time, bro. So like that's not that doesn't it doesn't it's not fair. It's a double standard. Plus also like I think people don't realize like man, you, you, all right, people get people get built like all right, LeBron, bro, it's a personal decision. Like look, Rome, you could go to college and be like, hey, look, I went to college, I wanted to be a um, I don't know, a doctor, you know, man, I wanted to practice or I want to be a lawyer, I want to practice law in California. You have that choice, bro. You have that choice. You could do that, right? No one's gonna criticize you. But oh, Rome, oh, you got your undergrad in uh <laughs> Kentucky. You're supposed to stay at Kentucky, man. You're supposed to stay true and true to Kentucky. Like, you know, that wasn't real. That 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 wasn't, you know, that wasn't very loyal of you, Rome. Like, well, like, you know what I'm saying? Did, like, did, did, Kentucky, <laughs> did Kentucky drag me, though? Did they choose me? No, I'm just saying, though. Were they like, you know, oh, you, like, oh you should stay. You should have stayed. Oh, James Harden. I'm going to bring up James Harden. James Harden. Oh, he should have stayed with the Thunder. Like, first of all, like, dude, he got traded from the Thunder. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he because he didn't want to resign. Now he's like, oh, he don't, I, I don't want to play for the Rockets no more. Peace. I'm done. I'm done is what he said. I don't want to play for the Rockets no more. It's not personal. I'm just done. I want to play for these teams on the East Coast. Bro, he want to move to the East Coast. That's his personal decision, bro. That's his MO. I don't got no problem with it, bro. Just like I decided, oh, I'm moving from here to here. I'm moving from here to here. You know, I had a friend just move to Atlanta, you know, for personal decisions. Like, it's it's it's, it's first. You can do that in any career. In sports, you can't do that. If you do that, you're vilified. And most of the time in a player – Players literally will angle their whole career to move across the country. Like Kawhi's been trying to move to the LA his whole career since he got drafted. That's where he's from. All he wanted to do was play in LA. He hit the ankle for six years and he still had to dump a team. He still, and then people still look like, oh, they dumped him. He just wanted to chip with him and left him. Just dumped him. Dumped the Raptors. Oh, vilify, vilify these guys for, for making life decisions. Like, yo, Rome, if you moved to California, I'd be like, God bless you, dude. I wouldn't vilify you. <laughs> Oh, wrong man! You should have stayed local to the local UPS branch right here, man. Right here, right here in VA, East bro. Coast, man. I'm East Coast <laughs> nah, for life, man. bro. East Coast for life, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like it's not fair, bro. We vilify these players all the time, bro, for making life decisions. I don't know if it's fair. Like Yon, I mean, uh, like Giannis. People say him like, "Oh, Giannis is commendable because he's staying," and then they vilify Harden for leaving. But like, I actually applaud Harden for making decisions. Like, look. I don't want to be here no more for whatever reason. Like, bro, maybe his girl doesn't like Houston no more. Like, is that not fair enough reason for him to want to move? Like, I think not it is. really. I mean, I don't know yeah. if that is a fair. I, I understand where you're coming from. I don't know if that specific reason is fair enough. It's um, a weak reason. It goes. It, it goes on how you how how you go about it, right? If you're like, oh, I signed this contract with Houston, but my girl says she want to live in New York, so we piecing out. Nah, bro. Like you're on Houston, and if if we don't want to trade you to New York because your girl wants to move, then we're not trading you because your girl wants to move. Like, so it it, it, to me, like it depends on how you go about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think y'all both like that. But y'all making some good points though, Scrub. You, you got a, you got a good angle right now, Scrub, I, and I feel you. I'm I feel you to a certain degree, man. It's like you know you 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 should have some sort of say in where you live and what and what you you know the things you do. But at the end of the day, if your job entails, it, 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 it also is a flip side, right? Your job entails playing basketball for an organization, right? When you first get drafted, you don't have a choice of who you play for. So your job is play who, for whoever drafts you. You don't have to have your house in that city. You know what I mean? It, it's really up to you. Like, you get, you get a huge contract. You got enough money to fly back to wherever you want to fly back to every night. So you can live wherever. 
just come make sure you're there for practice make sure you're there for the games you want to live in la so bad live in la live wherever you know what i mean so i i see the flip side too but uh i don't know i guess it's just no pride taking and and starting in one of these small teams to turn around no especially when these guys turn around like you know i feel for okc because like they turn that that whole thing around you know what i mean and you would think they're like Somebody would have wanted to stick that out to see it to the very end of their career, you know. Just didn't work out there. And and but that's also why I'm saying like staying in a small market helps everybody, man. It helps the league, helps the city. I mean, what what else do they got in Wisconsin? Cheese and Aaron Rodgers. So you know what I'm saying? Ha- having having Giannis really helps the economy. But um, I feel you about Harden. I mean, if if somebody was in a relationship, right? And I didn't even say relationship. Let's say you're in a job because that's what it is. You're in a job. If right. if your friend told you like this job wasn't working for me, I know it paid well and yada yada, but I'm happy somewhere else. You would you would applaud him, right? You would be happy for him. But that that so I feel you. That's kind of not how it goes in the NBA. But heavy is the head that wears the crown, man. And he was the king right. in Houston. And it's, the king just took his crown off and kicked it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just being realistic, that's not going to go over well. Let me just let me just point out your own behavior within the conversation and context of the conversation we were just having. You just said, I'm not going to compare it to a relationship because that was your default was to compare it to a relationship. And that's romanticizing <laughs> to a fucking definition. <laughs> I'm not going to compare it to a relationship, compare it to a job. Cause that's what it is. Oh, that's shit. the problem. Everybody wants to compare NBA team. Oh, you just broke up with me. LeBron left and went to South Beach. Sure, he broke up with me. Nah, <laughs> man. He made a business decision, man. Get over it. He, but the, Get the over it, is, man. He, he did not like make a business decision. Uh, he was mad at KD. People were slandering my boy KD. My man can't even go on Twitter in peace. Can't even, can't even, can't even roll in peace. You know, hey, but, can't but, do nothing. But the KD, KD, what? KD left though. You know what I'm saying? Harden is under contract. Harden came yeah. in, got a black coach. Got they brought in players to help him, and he said um, he he out of shape. I don't know if y'all seen him tonight. He, oh my god! He, he looked he, look, he looked like he Paul Pierce size. You know what I'm saying? Oh. He, Paul, you know how Paul Pierce put on weight after Mezzino poked him up. That's that's how Harden looked now. He look he looked real doughy. You know what I'm saying? He looked like if you bump into him, he gonna absorb you like. He was, Bro, he he was looking like Jason him. Peters a little bit. He was looking like, like Jason Peters. Yeah, he, he he don't want to be there. <laughs> the, the problem is, Katie going to Like, Katie, Katie left to chase a ring. He he had that was he had that opportunity. Harden is trying to yeah, force what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He shouldn't have had to do that. He should have had to like, do that. This is like this is like you coming to work and and slapping over the coffee machine. Like nobody drinking coffee today. Like I hate this place. Like you're a disgruntled employee. You're making everybody else life miserable and get what you want. Yo, so, I got yo. That that's that's facts, bro. That's facts. And you know what? Is Harden even doing it to chase a ring? Uh, you just you just I made me think, think so. like like KD did it to chase a ring, and I respect that because that's really a baller. That's a baller mentality. With this point, I'm not sure if Harden's doing it to chase a ring or if he's doing it just to like. Feel good about the place he's in at this point. I don't know, <laughs> bro. That's not enough reason. Like, come on, bro. bro. You're spending your better half of your career. You're spending your best years like away at organization. Then you feel like, oh, this organization can't do enough to get over the hump, and they just changed their whole front office. Then they brought in this coach 
you don't you don't even, you don't really like the coach. This, this is right. what Harden said. He said well, the last straw was when they hired the coach that they hired. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, all right, well, yeah, I'm really not fucking with y'all now. You know, Daryl I mean, Morey was like one of the most most one of the most well respected general managers in the league. He bounces. He's he's over here in Philly. You know, like I understand, bro. I understand. It's, it's a dysfunctional organization, bro. All right, one last no point to Scruff. <laughs> so I understand what you're saying about romanticizing it and all that, right? But the thing is, right, so let, let put yourself in this position. Let's say you're a Houston Rockets fan. You've been a Houston Rockets fan your whole life. It's in your family. Your dad was a Houston Rockets fan. Your mama was a, was a fan. Everybody a fan. Y'all get, y'all get James Harden comes to Houston, right? Y'all are excited as hell. Everybody in the family got jerseys. The baby got a jersey. The dog got a little jersey on. You got James Harden mugs. Like they they sell all these things. Like they they want you to romanticize about it. They want you to buy into these players when they come to your city. So when you do that, and then they decide, me and my girl want to live in L.A. Peace. Damn, much gonna be mad at you. Like okay, like I just spent all this money buying your jersey, supporting you, going to these games, all this, and you just like oh yeah, peace. Like the the biggest problem is it's not even that it's disrespectful to the teammates or the coaches. It's a big f you to the fans, and that that's where I always have issues with these with these players just moving yeah. when they want to move. And I and I All get right. it. I get it to an extent. I got, I got, you got you it. have you have rights as a human to do what the hell you want, but it's the way that you go about it. You know what I mean? John Wall left yeah. DC and it wasn't it wasn't under his choice, but he gave a you know a nice little Twitter thank you, like something that the fans could at least appreciate. I don't think James Harden is gonna do that for anybody in Houston. Man, that, that's Real facts, cool. man, because these these dudes job at the end of the day, yes, their job is to play basketball. But their ultimate job is to entertain the people. Like, their job is not to play basketball over entertain the people. Because the people aren't entertained, there is no job playing basketball. You know what I mean? So, like, I think this is a fine line with, 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 with people's feelings because at the end of the day, people are there to be entertained. You know, and they want to be entertained by who they want to be entertained by. Like, like you just mentioned, you know, we saw with John Wall leaving Washington, D.C., the way people acting, you would thought John Wall had three chips on his belt. Like, he's acting like he brought home the big trophy. You know what I mean? He ain't bring home the Larry O. So it's just like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know where the loyalty comes from. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you can't see the business move. But hey, business is business. It is what it is, man. Business is business, bro. It's strictly financial, bro. As one of the, I don't even know whose bar that is, but that's a bar. <laughs> Speaking of bars, we're gonna switch gears again. I'm like I'm, I'm swerving on y'all a little bit, but uh, I'm gonna talk about Lil Wayne, yo. I'm gonna let y'all think about this little cross section, bro. But Lil Wayne just sold all his masters, bro, to you know back to uh, Universal Records for 100 million. Apparently, he's gotten in some trouble with the law as well, and I guess he needed the, the money. What do y'all think about Lil Wayne selling his masters collection for 100 million? I, I think he's selling himself short, big time. I don't know what y'all think about that. Uh, if you notice, if you notice, I'm looking on the floor right now. I was trying to find um, one of my two-year-old's toys of a clown because that's what Lil Wayne is, in my opinion, for doing that. Um, I think I think it's ridiculous. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to trash Lil Wayne. I'm not gonna act like I'm not a fan. He has a, a nice collection of hits that I'll probably you'll see me bumping, regardless of how he acts in his you know personal life. But um, him selling his masters. To me, it goes right along with taking a picture with, picture with Donald Trump. You did that for the check. Like, there's money involved in those things. Um, and I just feel like Lil Wayne even said it when he was jumping on everybody's features. Like, he's a he's a whore. Like, he does things for money. 
And we can say, you know, you're hustling, you're getting your paper, whatever, like, cool. Like, you're a sellout at the same time, though. Like, you, you do a lot of shit that's just for money, and there's no real substance behind it. Uh, but that's my take on, on Lil Wayne. I'm, I'm going to let y'all go ahead and jump in. Damn, Rome. I, I didn't know you had those pent up that pent up aggression towards my man Weezy F baby. Man. I don't even dis, I don't even dislike Weezy, man. Like I love uh the drought three, the drought two, all, all of it, all his mixtapes, the, the albums, the carters. I fuck with it, man. But like if I separate the music from the man, do I really like like do I really care for uh Dwayne Carter, the person? Like I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Nah, I, feel yeah. you, man. I mean, I don't, I don't, I feel you on that, but I, I just, I hate to see any artist, any creator just giving up their work like that. You know, it just hurts. You know, just from the from the value standpoint of owning your own shit. You know, it just hurts. I, I hate to see him go out like that and just get pimped out by a major label like that. You know, it's just really sad. You know, honestly, it's really sad. I, I think uh, sometimes. We, we see successful people in general across all fields and kind of want to associate that with being smart or being clever, you know what I'm saying? Just, just being quick, just being, you know, sound-minded. Um, outside of making music, I, I don't know if I've really seen that from Lil Wayne, period. So this this move doesn't really surprise me. Um, he, he fought. This is the crazy part. Artists are fighting labels. They're suing. They're doing all sorts of stuff. They stop. They stop making music. They'll put out a bunch of garbage songs. They're, tr- they're trying anything to to get their masters. And Wayne was one of those artists, right? He he had to beg and plead. He finally got his master from Birdman, and now he's selling them. Um, it it kind of just reeks of desperation. Um, he obviously needs the money. He, like Rome said, he got the check from Trump. Uh, I just saw that he, he got sued by like a former manager or something, like. He, he's in a bad place financially. To make a move like that, you know, it's just like I said, it reeks of desperation. So hopefully, whatever he's going through, I know he got he has charges. He pleaded guilty to something where he's facing potentially ten years. It's not in a good place right now. You know, what I'm saying it's not in a good place. So you know, hopefully, he figures it out. But some of those masters is a horrible idea. I, I feel like that kind of takes away from your generational wealth, right? Because a hundred million dollars can go. We can we can spend a hundred million dollars. That only yep. lasts as long as you spend it. Those, those masters, people are going to be uh, sampling Little Wayne songs. You know what I'm saying? Our kids' kids are going to be listening to songs that, you know, the Carter. And we like, dang, where, where I know that from? Oh, that's Fireman. Oh, oh, that's Birdman yeah. Show You. Like, they're going to be sampling these songs. And he won't profit. Rajanae won't profit. Her kids won't profit. And um, in a black community, we, you know what I'm saying? Especially on the, on the Twitters, we talk a lot about generational wealth and and a hundred million dollars does give, give you generational wealth if you manage it correctly, but you you stood to you stood to make more than a hundred million dollars. So, it, you know, what I'm saying it was really subtraction by addition. <laughs> like that's that's got to boil down to the man. fact that he's even in this in this situation kind of proves that he doesn't manage his money well. Right, man. Let me let me, let me play devil's advocate a little bit. You know, I do agree with some of what y'all are saying. You know, it is sad to see what Wayne. What Wayne is right now, and the move does. I'm not gonna say it reeks of desperation, but you can smell it a little bit. You can smell it a little bit, and uh, you can smell it like but, you smell Lamar. But <laughs> right, right, but you know, on the flip side, let's keep it a hundred, man. Let's keep it a hundred million. All right, a lot, a lot of people not gonna see a hundred million in their lifetime. In fact, 
99% of the world's population not going to see 100 million in their lifetime. Actually, it's over 99%. I don't know that exact percentage, but I guarantee right. you they're not going to see it. You know what I mean? So we're talking about $100 million. Um, there's a, a hundred million ways that you can double and quadruple a hundred million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like you have that type of money. You don't got to be the biggest genius in the world to make a hundred million dollars generational wealth. I'm just, you know, like you can give it to a money manager literally. And if you, if you find the right one, they're going to bring you money. They're going to bring you ROI every year. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying I don't want to just like crucify him for, selling this masses for a hundred million dollars because I don't know what his plan is for the hundred mil. And, uh, you know, you guys know me. I, I like, I want, I want, I let everyone prove themselves first. So I, I'll, I'll be waiting to see what he's going to do with the hundred mil. Like T said, he's in, he's involved in the case. You got to have some money to pay that. You know what I mean? You're probably about to go get the best lawyers for that. So, you know, I wish him the best, you know, I do miss uh mixtape Weezy though, man. Bring, bring the old Weezy back, man. <laughs> Yeah, we, we we missed the old Weezy, man. It ain't nothing like that this, era. This the whole thing about it, right? Like, who you are is the exact product of your past behavior, your past actions. You know what I'm saying? Mixtape Weezy is why we have current Weezy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, be, to be Weezy now, you had to be Weezy then. Like, no, like we, we need a new Weezy. We need, you know what I'm saying, somebody more of sound mind, you know what I'm saying, less lean and, you know what I'm saying, more... Good judgment. Yeah, so they about Weezy is they already used them up. They already used us. Yeah. Just like I said, just like I said about a, a, a you talk about franchise, you talk about romancing a franchise player <laughs> and, and, and organizations and whatnot. That's exactly what, what what these organizations do to players. Same thing that Cash Money Records did to Louisi. They 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 strung my man out. They 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 milked him for every song he had. They worked him like a fucking slave. He worked end to end, hour to hour. Drugs on drugs, drugs on drugs on drugs. He fucking, they whored him out on, on, on the stage on the regular. They put him on every tour, every feature, left and right. The dude didn't stop working for the entire, entire and it was, it was literally the entire time he was gone. They gave, gave him the best years of his life. And then they sold him back, they took it back. And they're, they, yeah, 100 million is a lot of money. It's more than most people will ever see in their life. But same time, Universal Records is going to make that 100 million 100 times over. I guarantee yeah. it. His because his 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 collection is absurd. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's what's crazy, right? Because like I said, I feel I really feel like it reached a desperation because to get to this point, Wayne has a lot of industry connections, man. And I would assume that the way some of these people talk about them, two chains, Drake, Nikki, you should be able to lean on them for a million, two million, maybe even three. Wayne, uh Drake got it, Nikki got yeah. it, two chains might toss you a million. And the fact that you had to sell, like you had to sell your masters, you know what I'm saying? This was not a good business decision. I, I can't understand outside of I need this huge lump sum right now to help me. I, I can't understand it. It goes against everything that other artists are doing and working for. So that's, uh, you know what I'm saying? Score one for whoever got the masters, man. That was a, you got them for cheap, man. You got them for the low. That's a crackhead price. Yeah, man. We're talking about Lil Wayne, bro. Like, there's no way that he got the right value for his masters, bro. Like it, that's crazy. Like he shouldn't have done this. No, I agree, hundred percent. He shouldn't have done it. But I don't know, man. I don't know the numbers. The uh, 
the, the rate on masters, you know what I mean? I don't know how that works. I don't know how long it takes to make a hundred million off masters, no matter how great your collection is. But I guarantee you it's not five years to make a hundred million off masters, you know what I mean? It's probably more like 50, 60, something, you know, it's probably some years to make a hundred get to hundred million. That doesn't mean that he made a smart, you know, investment with that. You know, it's still not a smart investment by any means. But what he did essentially was the cash out option. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you hit the lotto and they ask you if you want to get paid weekly or if you want to just go ahead and cash that whole thing out, a lot of people going to cash that thing out, bro. Like some people going to be like, oh, I'll let it get paid weekly. My kids can get paid weekly and all that. Some people going to say, nah, give me that 100 million and I'm going to do what I do with it. You know what I mean? Right. right, right. You know, I, I, I look at it too. You look at it. Hey, that's, so, that's, I guarantee you, that's how he's looking at it. <laughs> I guarantee you, that's how he's looking at it. So we're talking about Lil Wayne, man. Let's let, let's talk about this mixtape. What y'all think about that no ceilings? Oh man, I got through about two tracks, bro. It's all right. It, it, it's it's nice. It's not great. The best the best song on there is is uh, you know, it's because of Drake. Drake Drake makes it the best song on there. Yeah, it sounds it's like a, a mixtape uh, of a guy who just sold his masters because he really needs some money. <laughs> <laughs> it's some. Because because the new because the new the, the the new the new John ain't bringing in no money. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 really the problem, bro. Like I feel like he sold his masters because he knows that we'll never see that that Lil Wayne that that dedication three Lil Wayne that dedication two. Uh, we're we're not gonna get the no ceilings Lil Wayne. We're not gonna so, get those so those tracks. Hold up for for a point of reference, right? Taylor Swift masters were you know what I'm saying bought for three hundred million. <sighs> right. Right now, her master is probably, you know, in the grand scheme of things, are probably gonna be worth more, a little more than Wayne's. Three know? times Wayne? Yeah, you wouldn't think. Nah, bullshit. Uh, she she, she doesn't have as much work. She's relevant. Yeah. Very, very relevant. She doesn't have as much work, man. I mean, I don't know if it's true. I heard rumors back in the day that Jay Z sold Kanye's masters to buy back his own. So, but but that just kind of shows you how important that you know what I'm saying the masters yeah. are to people. Yeah, people have people have allegedly screwed other people over to get their masters, which yeah. is why this is a, a head scratching move by Lil Wayne. But he when does head scratching moves all the time. When your head look like that, you're gonna do a lot of head scratching. <laughs> I don't know if anybody was touching that dedication three Wayne, you know. I don't know, man. Dedication three or drought three? Both. Ooh, both. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> both the threes. I personally, I don't know. I think I personally lean towards Drought Three. You know what? Some of them songs on on both those mixtapes, I never even learned the real lyrics to the real song because that's oh, how much. Drought Three right. the limit. Is that, is that the Mike Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah that's the one. Nah, facts though. Like the whole time I, I was listening to Joan, and I mean, somebody was like, "Yo, you know, heard the song called I think it's called Zoom." And I'm like, well, "I never heard that shit." And I heard it, I'm like, oh, you mean? I was like, "Oh, you mean Boom." <laughs> it's called Zoom, and I was like, "What?" I thought it was called Boom this whole time, like because Wayne said, "Man, that bitch go boom, boom." <laughs> I was just like, "Okay, that's how I know it," you know. But certain song made a classic, classic, classic. Well, hey, let me hear that again. Yeah, we, might just sign, we might just sign you the gas records. Let me hear that again. <laughs> <laughs> like, boom, 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 <laughs> boom. Wayne literally made Wasted for like he made that song pop for like a year and a half longer than it should have popped for. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Facts. I never even knew the fucking lyrics to the real ice cream paint job, bro. For facts, 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 facts. Swag serving, swag serving, like you know. The original swag serving. Come on, man. That's, yeah, that's but, a, I was but saying, but the way Wayne put the lyrics on that shit that they never had. Look, man. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Squad. No ceiling. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, the oh, let's do it. Oh, man, bro. I started fucking with Walker just because of that. He said, lock the CEO up, and I'm the <laughs> I'm CEO, CEO up. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's my God. That's my God. And All my I know is... takeaway from this, man, is like, it, it's forever stupid for him to sell his masters. Because I started this thing off saying that he was a clown, but I was still listening to this man's music. My first concert was Lil Wayne, bro. Like, yeah. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. That's really what it comes down to. I'm going to never stop. I'm going to never stop listening to Wayne music. And then the thing is, when I listen to it, I listen to it in bunches. I was listening to uh, Me and My Drank the other day. And then it got me on a tangent. I was listening to Pussy Money Weed. And I was like, oh, man. That was a, oh, man. Slept on track. Slept on track, man. So many, so many, so many timeless tracks, bro. I'm going to push this thing forward a a little bit more. Like, I'm going to tell you why it really blew me that, like, he he sold these masters for you know what I'm saying for so cheap. Like I was having a conversation earlier with a coworker, uh, an Asian guy, to be honest with you, and um, it kind of came up. He he mentioned like the Hiltons, Kardashians, but it kind of came up like, where is the black royalty? You know what I'm saying? Like as far as the families go, where's where's the black royalty? And not saying that Wayne and Raisin A is black royalty, but potentially, you know what I'm saying? That money is what creates that that you know what I'm saying them, them families where. That wealth just get, it trickles down to more and more money. You know what I'm saying? And Diddy and honestly, them doing a good job, I'd say. Honestly, what what do we have? You know what I'm saying? It's Oprah doesn't have kids. Tyler Perry doesn't have kids. The Carters. We got, we got the Carters. We got the Obamas. We got sure. we got the James. <laughs> we got LeBron James family. You know, you know one thing. I feel you. Well, I think probably we we definitely got families, and you know, uh, thing about it is. The real money, you you know, usually don't know their names. Like, how about dude? How many kids, dude, that donated all that bread to uh to Morehouse? How much? How many kids he got? I don't know, but he went in there and gave everybody uh pay for everybody's college. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying I'm not saying we don't have rich black people or wealthy black people, right? But what I'm saying is we don't have generations of of wealth where that the entire family look upon them differently. You know what I'm saying? Like like the Kennedys, uh, like. We don't yeah, have that we, yet, we, and, yeah, and to we, build yeah. that, it takes a lot of money. Yeah, we also were set. We also were set back. You know what I'm saying? When the when the kids no, were that's true, but were making their rain, we, we still had the, had the separate water fountains. You know, no, but, like, right? Yeah, right, not to mention but, like the Tulsa massacre and shit like that. Face, right, as a people, that's why when you see these business decisions go this way, the irresponsibility. You know what I'm saying? It just hits a little harder. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If if, if this was MGK or Eminem, I would not care. You know what I'm saying? But when you see a black guy that has, he's amassed all his success. He's been on uh, First Take. You know what I'm saying? He's been in a lot of places that a lot of people don't get access to. <laughs> he got the theme song for Undisputed. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah. and to see him in a situation where That's he looks desperate, it, it just yeah. kind of, it just, it, it just hit a little different. You know what I'm saying? To yeah, me. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I feel you, bro. I feel you. It just feels like, what's my man look like? Look like some gum. I just got chewed up, spit out. <laughs> yeah. Times. yeah. It, 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 it makes me sick, like, to be honest. Yeah. Nah, I'm serious. Like, he got, 
He got milk towel. You know, because I got a towel. You know, when you're ringing the towel out, you just keep ringing that shit out. And just, and they done, they done bring my man out. He's looking very like. Nah, Seriously, I feel, though. I feel, I feel, I feel what y'all are saying, man. I feel y'all hundred percent. Like you know, it is tough because I think the perception of things is that you know there is you know black wealth and black wealth's not building. You know what I'm saying? When it, when it, when it in fact is as and and you know since for for some time now has been on a. Well, I guess we had some years with the with the you know the Great Recession where it dropped off right a few years, but it's been about the album. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the great Because as far as I know, as far as I know, black wealth is, 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 you know what I'm saying, it's risen at the same rate as white wealth. And when you're behind in a race running the same speed really doesn't help. Right, right, right. But, you know, it's time to stop looking at it, in my opinion, as a race. You know what I mean? We're not in a race with anybody. We're in a a building mode for ourselves. You know, and as long as we're still comparing ourselves to anybody, especially to anyone that's had an unbelievable head start, that is an un- unbelievable uh, playing field. Uh, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it, it just doesn't equate, you know. So we, we gotta. We got. I mean, personally, I try to not to compare when it comes to that, you know. And we we gotta compare ourselves to ourselves. Are we doing better than we did last year? Are we doing better than the, we did the year before? You know. And I and I, and I think I still agree with. I, I do agree with you. You know, we need more black wealth, but I think that also starts with you know with us as individuals on the individual level. Contributing to black wealth, you know, uh, and that starts with y'all watching this show. Yeah, <laughs> not that, right. Bring it back full circle. That starts. You know, with, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The viewers out there invested in. I mean, not even necessarily us, but investing in people that look like you. You know what I'm saying? Investing in people that can relate to your experiences and not always seeking out what's what's popular. You know what I'm saying? What's pop culture? What's your condition to watch? You know what I'm saying? We got a little deep, but uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna get a little deeper. Yeah. Okay, get deeper, get deeper. Nah, go get deeper, get deeper. Go ahead. Well, well, go ahead. 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 Go Look, no, I was gonna take, like, I was gonna change the subject just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? If you've been on Twitter, you've seen this date uh, trending, December 21st, and it's a big date for a lot of different reasons. One, uh, the Mayans predicted the end of the world was on December 21st. Uh, that didn't happen, but, that you know, the calendar ran out. It happens. Calculator ran out of batteries. Uh, two, it's the first day of winter. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people's favorite favorite season, favorite time of the year. Three, T-Boogie, man. It's your boy's birthday. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I'm, turning, I'm turning to Big KD, man, the 3-5. The, the I know I don't look a day over 21. Don't let the bid fool you. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's 35 out here for me. And uh, the biggest reason is, and I hope you guys are ready for this, according to, uh, let's just call her a Twitter prophet, you know what I'm saying? She, she, she prophesied in a tweet that on December 21st this year, black people will be, you know, people of color will be gaining their superpowers. It's lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, right, it's lit. It's lit. We're getting our powers. And uh, I don't know what y'all want for y'all powers, but... Uh, Matter of fact, I do. I want to know what y'all want for y'all powers. Come on, so, so you get you get powers on your birthday, bro. I mean, not just oh, me. You I don't want to do it. I was just, like five years old. Not it just happened to be T's birthday. It just happened. You know what I'm saying? It didn't just happen. It's no. It's, it's no coincidence in life. 
We were just talking about how the playing field's been uneven for us. Being black about to pay right. off. Right. You, know what I'm you wake up flying. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. Right. Kanye said no one man should have all that power. So we all get empowered. And uh, Scruff, I, I, I know you big on the powers. You talk a little bit off air. And uh, if you on the, on December 21st, man, what, what would you like to happen? Oh, man. I would be so ready for this, bro. Like, I've been preparing my whole life for this day. <laughs> so when I seen it, I was like, what's everybody talking about? Everybody talking about getting their powers together. And I started digging deeper and digging deeper. And I started digging in the story. And I'm like, all right, bet. I can get with it. So, like, here's my thing. My superpower that I would pick, it's going to sound lame. But, like, when I explain all the things you can do with it, you're going to be like, wow, okay. You can do a lot with it. So, just like the Flash, I would want to move at super speed, Right? Not just because I want to run fast. Like, that's corny. Like, I don't even care about running fast. Like, yeah, I'll run. You could beat me in a race for all I care. That's not why I want to run fast. I want to run fast because I will never pay gas money ever again. Never pay tolls again. I would never have to go on a bus, plane, any public transportation ever again. I just zoom. I'm out. You feel me? I'm out. Period. Also, I can move so fast that I could time travel. You feel me? You move that fast, you can time travel. You feel me? Rupture a hole in the space-time continuum. <laughs> feel me? I'm out to like 1970. I'm I'm, I'm smoking weed with the hippies. I'm <laughs> I'm out to 2008. I'm at the Obama inauguration. Just cuz. Feel me? <laughs> Bryce said he want pineapple in this pizza, so we just went and pulled up to a pizzeria in Hawaii. We out. <laughs> Shorty said she want chicken parm. We out here in, in Italy. Leaning Tower of Pizza was goody. You feel me? Yeah, we getting my fucking sushi in in Japan right now with some of our loyal listeners that are listening right now. You. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the possibilities are endless, bro. When you can run at super speed, also when you can run at super speed, people want to be invisible. I'm not really that nosy. People that want to be invisible, I think, are nosy. All right. So, me, I don't want to be that nosy, but if I really want to be that nosy, I can move around the room so quickly that you can't see me. <laughs> and that's almost like being invisible. So, like, yo, super speed covers me on all bases. I've always been a brother that's been late to things. No, I wouldn't <laughs> be late no longer. I wouldn't be late no longer. I'll pull up whenever you need me, man. Let me know. I'll, I'll deliver a gas hat to your front door instantaneously. How about that? How about that for Instacart? I mean, I, 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 I feel you. Already on Uber Eats. <laughs> the, 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 the homie Einstein might might disagree. It's, it's theory of relativity. He said, uh, you know, what I'm saying, the faster you go, the heavier you get. So eventually, you will slow down. Uh, so I don't know if you ever gonna get the light speed to rip through space time and all that. But that's a good power. You know, what I'm saying, if you can get some fresh pineapples for that Hawaiian pizza, I'm with it. I'm with it. I don't got to go to uh, Lido's no more. Yeah, Lido's is good though. I ain't gonna lie. I'd, I'd, I'd take a trip to Lido's from Jersey right now if I could. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, dog. I, I Matter of fact, Lido's, Lido's closed about an hour ago. I'm gonna have to time travel back to get it. <laughs> I thought your superpower would have been the, the, the morph into an eagle or maybe a deaf <laughs> eagle because you're in Jersey. I don't know what I'm saying. Why but uh, right, nah, what's, nah, what's, what's your superpower, man? Like you, you, you got a superpower. You ready for in the twenty first? You, you seem like the Lex Luthor type. Like oh, you want to Nah, nah, I'm, I'm much simpler than that when it comes to superpower, man. All I want to do is fly. 
That's about it. That's it. I, I prefer not to have to have wings spread out of my back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It would be nice. It would be nice if I could just fly off the strength of not of my mental. You know what I'm saying? That would be nice, but flying would definitely be it for me. Uh, man, sometimes like I be I, I'm in traffic. I'm like oh, I wish I just had a, a bird's eye view of all of this. You know, I could just look down on all of this and laugh at them all. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you in traffic. <laughs> yeah, nah, man. Flying is definitely good for me. You know, I take a lot of flights. Wouldn't have to worry about, you know, airfare. Oh, yeah, what y'all flying? First class? Oh, Spirit? Oh, okay. I'll meet y'all there. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be up. Yep, yep. Y'all see me pull up. I land right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the flight was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw y'all up there. I was going to stop. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> so, so on December twenty first, you want to be Meteor Man? <laughs> yeah, nah, that'd be, man, more like the, more like the uh, the pops from up up in the way. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> no, bro! <laughs> man, bro I was literally on, just go- I was literally just googling <laughs> them, bro. <laughs> Homelander's powers is about it, man. I, you know, Homelander's basically Superman, for real, for real. But, you know, Homelander's a dog. That's the one y'all should check out, too, if y'all are fan of the superpowers, fan of the superheroes. The Boys is, I'm, I'm giving Amazon free pub right now, but The Boys is definitely a hit. Nah, that's, hey, that's definitely legit, man. That boy Homelander, man. He, he different, man. He different. Yeah, he <laughs> he, it, it, it go to show you just having powers ain't to be all end all, man. He, he little messed up in the head, but uh, that, that is a good show, entertaining. What about what about you, Ro? I know you're a comic book guy, right? Yeah, man. It's it's tough, man, because like it's so many different powers, like so many different dope heroes. I don't know which. If I had my choice, I don't know what I would really choose, man. But um, I I probably go with like. Well, like Wolverine, like the healing ability. Like I wanna, I'm, I'm a bit of a shit talker. So like, if I get in like some shit at the bar, niggas pull out them straps. I, I want to be able to just take the bullets, bro. Like I wanna, I wanna, I wanna think like, oh shit, them niggas shot me. I'm good. What's up? You know what I'm saying? I wanna, I wanna be like, yeah, because that he don't die. Like he lives for a really long time. You, you give him. I, I would be the cure to Corona. You know what I'm saying? Like my man just heals from everything. Like just take my blood, fix cancer. That's that's what I would do because I feel like that's the gift that could keep giving. So if I had a power like that where I could just heal in- instantaneously, that'd be that'd be where I'm at with it. Mmm, that's, that's that's a good power, man. That's, a, that's yeah, I didn't even think about that. One. When, you know what I'm saying? I, I thought about all the power. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, if 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 Scruff is running around, he he, he runs into anything. <laughs> so yeah, it could be fucked <laughs> up. No, it's almost a rat. <laughs> but I did say I wanted to flash his powers, and technically, you know, the flash can regenerate. But you know, oh, I did. I, I feel like a torn ACL could eliminate your power. Twisted <laughs> <laughs> right. angle gonna fuck you up. Right, I mean, you the, flat, the flash. The flash actually has healing ability because he has. He has a for, for the next. For the next. It's, it's sped <laughs> up healing. You feel me? But you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean superheroes go on IR too. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. Man. I'm feeling. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm like Wolverine. Like you just, you just want built-in knives in your hands. Like, are you serious? Somebody, I, would, I would take that too, though. I would take that too because I'm aggressive as hell, and I feel like I stab the shit out of somebody. Somebody needs knives in my hands. 
somebody needs saving, they call Scruff. They're like, oh, no, sorry, he's he's doubtful for today's mission. <laughs> he didn't practice this week. PMP, damn run, damn run. Man, so, pull the hammy, bro. I mean, so I thought for a while about all these powers because I never really wanted no powers, man. I felt pretty powerful most of my life, uh, thankfully. But True. um, when I thought about it, I said, mind control, man. I, I want to be able to, you know what I'm saying? Scrap where you going. Stop right there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Bryce, come down here real quick. <laughs> so I, I kind of want to be able to control other people to kind of eliminate their powers because it might get hectic on December 21st. It might. Mm. I, I would imagine if my wife get the power to read minds, I'm going to have to be able to stop her. So <laughs> I need I need a power that offsets some other powers. So you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to control some people. But uh, T. Yeah. That is the super superpower choice of a villain, bro. <laughs> that is. You, That's you so villainous, bro. For. The, the, the greatest heroes have, you know what I'm saying, good foes, good villains. So, you know, the power ain't even worthwhile if it ain't nothing to, you know what I'm saying, no challenges. Such a villainous choice, bro. Such a villainous choice, man. Hey, somebody got to be the bad guy, man. That's cool, bro. I mean, it's bad, cool. good, it's all perspective. When you, when you get old enough, you realize that. That's the facts, though, bro. Because I was thinking that I was going to actually, I was thinking about if I led this topic, I'd be like, well, would you be a villain or would you be a bad guy? I mean, a, a good guy. And I'd be like, well, honestly, it kind of depends on who you are, you know? Because some people might look at, you know, some people might I mean, look at Robin Hood honest, like he was bro, a bad like, guy. If I wake up on the 21st and I have superpowers, once I figure them bitches out, I'm not putting on tights and saving people, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for me, bro. <laughs> My my bank account will go up. I'm telling you that now. The, the bad part is you kind of got to take an L to figure out that you can heal. Yeah, yeah, that is that is the bad part. I'm gonna have to get hit by you a bus. Around, like, I might not be black, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck is my power, bro? Facts, facts. You have to basically like die, really. Hey, I don't know what the y'all 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 gonna know if I get mine. I'm pulling up on everybody. <laughs> hey, come outside. I'm up here. <laughs> <laughs> Get the rifle. <laughs> right? <laughs> Get the rifle. Right, you you, you low-key resemble the uh, the young boy from Up, Up, and Away. <laughs> hey, go ahead, bro. <laughs> Not at all, man. That was pretty funny. Right, it hey, we go, we go, we go. Y'all want to keep it pushing? No, y'all, y'all want to hear what y'all want to do. I'm, 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 what are you talking about? I mean... Christmas is around the corner. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so man, you, you cut out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You sound like you sound like this about time to wrap up. You sound like you're in the water. <laughs> Are you on the radio? <laughs> 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 All right. Well, on that the note, Aquaman powers. Oh, yeah, my man. You sound like you sound like you sound like it's time to wrap up. <laughs> 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 hey yo. Everybody tuning in from home, man. I appreciate y'all. Y'all know where to find us at Good Ass Sports on all social media platforms. It's really simple. At Good Ass Sports, at Gas Network on all app platforms. YouTube, subscribe to us. Hit the subscribe button. Stay tuned for the regular heat. Um, if you want a hat, hats are on sale right now. All hats are on sale for twenty dollars right now. Yeah. Twenty dollars. Go get you one. 
when we get caught out here looking slimming. And then masks from right on, on, on sale, $15. So all you got to do is go to goodassports.com slash shop, and you can get right, get right with the gang. Hoodies are coming soon. Hoodies will be up in about a week. So just shh, wait for that. That's a Christmas it's Christmas only edition. Um, besides that, man, fellas, it's been a great show. Um, you know how we signed off because we are sports for the culture. We only signed off one way: sports for the culture. Sports for the culture. Sports for the culture. <laughs>